I was really trying to decide at the time because I was I was working a million jobs as we do in LA and I was working with kids with autism and teaching yoga and also had just started doing comedy. That is the ultimate description <laughs> of LA jobs. Totally. Right there. I was oh, yeah. With children, with kids autism. with autism, teaching yoga, yeah. and doing stand up. Teaching and autistic stand-up. kids yoga. And I wanted to be a writer. I was teaching autistic kids <laughs> yoga. That's literally the, the truth. <laughs> I was super tempted to do like a real cheesy podcast DJ voice to start to so you'd be like, oh my god. You no. shut up. Hi everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> like a morning shock jock. Yeah. Bing, 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 yeah. Bing, bing, a bunch of noises. I think you would would you have gone with it if I'd done that? Would you have done the improv Isaac? Um uh, sure, yes. I would have been Poor Isaac. I would have been the funny side guy. <laughs> Good. Eddie, good. <laughs> Whose Eddie. name is always Eddie? No, it's not. No, no it's usually like. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> that was the worst improv, by the way. <laughs> you just violated every no. rule. No, yeah, that's what we You're do. Supposed to be like, yes, yeah, and yeah, yeah. supposed to be yes, and Joe. <laughs> you should get an animal name. I don't think Joe Charles is, is like uh, a lizard. Take yeah, yeah. improv anytime. No, yeah. Charles is no end. <laughs> I'm a big no end. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely no, not. No, no. Next That's not question. your character. Actually, your character is not that name. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be great. Great. That would be a really good improv. If like people just correcting each other, like yeah. one guy trying. It's to... called Twitter. <laughs> what is? Uh, we live that. Yeah. I can't. Somebody made a comment about wanting to do that, like just join an improv troupe and cause chaos. Like, hey, is this the restaurant where they only serve pies? And you're like, no, it's a normal restaurant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not my joke. Just that's somebody's. <laughs> but it's very music, guys. We have a special guest. Not special. Pretty special for us <laughs> on the scale of this show. Uh, Bridget Fetisy is here. Hi. A comedian, hey. writer, who's appeared in publications as disparate as The Federalist and Playboy. That's true. Which that is, was a unexpected happenstance of 20, 2016 and beyond. Yeah. And uh, how did that come about, if it was unexpected? Um, Twitter. I mean, everything in my life is due to Twitter. So when people are like, oh, social media, day to day, I'm like, nah, no, it works. Right. It can work. And um, that's how Playboy found me. Okay. They, I was just making jokes and somebody put me in touch with one of the comedy editors and then I pitched something and they said, you belong in the culture section. And then I started writing for them there and I ended up um, doing a column for them. And then they ended up putting me as the Playboy advisor in the magazine. Nice. And around the time everybody lost their minds, <laughs> 2016, oh. 2015 into 2016, um, I don't remember when, I maybe it was 2017 at this point, but I was on Twitter saying something about how somebody was talking, I, somebody was talking about the hypocrisy of feminism on the left. Right. And I said, don't even get me started. I could write like a book about this and literally no one would publish it. And then... 
a publisher said we would publish it. <laughs> and I was like, cool, I'm a freelance writer. I'll write it for you guys. And it was a Federalist. I knew nothing about the Federalists. I knew nothing about conservative media. So I was like, all right, guys, I'm making some money writing. And so I wrote something for them, but I did a not. A book, though? No, oh, it, was it was just a piece a called piece, High Heel Hypocrisy, just about how oh. it was when everybody was going after um, a lot of the kind of feminists online, women who I blue check kind of verified. Yes. Um, for people who don't know who are listening to this, a blue check means you're verified. Right. It means that um, generally they're in the media or in entertainment or whatever. And they, I would see, were going after kind of Ivanka and Melania for stuff that wasn't their ideas. It was all based on looks. <laughs> and I'm like, ladies, <laughs> yeah, right. I thought we were supposed to be above this. Right. <laughs> and, it's and, like, we don't believe in body shaming except look at Trump's tiny penis. Yeah, or we don't agree with um, making fun of a woman for her looks or Hillary's suits, but can you believe what Melania's, yeah, right. those heels she's wearing? Yeah, gr- like look at how... Right. So So, then I got a lot of shit. Yeah. And didn't know why. Yeah. And then learned about the culture wars. (laughs) Mm. Wait, so just backtracking a little bit. You were making jokes on Twitter. That's where this came from. Yeah. So what is, what is your process for that? Like, do you... There's no process. Do, yeah, it's just whatever comes it's to your like mind. It's like directly brain to just Twitter. Just boom. Yeah. And so it's not like you like brainstorm no right? no it just no, happened. Just no. Comes out. it's i mean it's almost like that south park where they have twitter that's in their brain and it just goes directly from their brain to twitter, to twitter yeah, or yeah. to it's just a direct upload that's pretty much the process and if i even hesitate for a second i'm i i'm kind of like ah fuck it you're can right i swear yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can swear. Oh, okay. oh yes. Um, oh. This is just fucking tiresome. There we go. So, uh, how did you initially start tweeting and like getting followers and stuff? Isaac how needs career that? tips badly. Yeah. Oh, this is, I'm, I'm happy to talk about this. I'm <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm I mean, it, I think it's something that I should start giving, like going around the country, <laughs> giving should. talks People about. People pay a lot for it. Yeah. Because I've always really sucked at Twitter. Really? Like, I've, always, I've been pretty good at the other ones, but. Twitter has always been a total mystery to me. So, like, what? How did people? I think it's great at LinkedIn. You? I'm so good. <laughs> at Excellent. I'm amazing I'm a, at Pinterest. LinkedIn influencer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So yeah. So I started um, in. I went on early. I think it says I joined in 2008, but oh, I didn't wow. get it at all. I at all. So I just abandoned it. I managed to be. I was sick. I think it was 2010. I was sick. I had a cold. I was still drinking at the time. I'm sober now. Um, and I was laid up and stoned and I start, it was when Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher were trying to race CNN to a million followers. Oh yeah. The innocent days of Twitter. The innocent days of Twitter. But I was like, this is terrifying because (laughs) this is going to lead to something like Trump. Because when you have a news media that is as big as a celebrity, when you have the news, a news organization that is competing with a one person celebrity for influence and followers, it wouldn't take long to, you know, you see the writing on the wall of of one, one person with enough followers to have more influence than the news uh, or journalism (laughs) respected organization. So I kind of jumped in and was just trolling them. And I didn't think they were even listening. But then I said, Who hey, are you trolling? Ashton. Okay. 
I said, hey, if you're so they were going to donate some mosquito nets to something. And I said something like, hey, if you're if you're so gracious, why don't you guys match whatever the donation is of the company that's kind of sponsoring your race or whatever it was? And then he said, someone suggested that we match the donation. And I was like, I'm that. <laughs> They're listening to me. Someone. Right. Someone. Yeah. And I, it was just amazing to me that you could have that kind of direct right. influence on somebody like Ashton Kutcher. And then I, I then uh, she ended up blocking me because I said, you guys will be divorced within five years. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. Um do you ever use another account just to remind her of that? No, because those were my young days of Twitter. <laughs> and I was and then I came I traveled around the world for 2 years and came back in 2013 and I was just lost in general in in my life. I didn't know what I was going to do if I was going to stay in LA. I started doing comedy in 2010 and when I was on the road it's so weird. There's this one beach in New Zealand where I had been every time I try I was I was really trying to decide at the time because I was I was working a million jobs as we do in LA and I was working with kids with autism and teaching yoga and also had just started doing comedy. That is the ultimate description <laughs> of LA jobs. Totally. Right there. Oh, oh yeah. With children, with with kids with autism, teaching yoga yeah. and doing stand-up. Teaching and autistic stand-up. kids yoga. And I wanted to be a writer. I was teaching autistic kids yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the, the truth. <laughs> and then I went, um, and then I was trying to decide whether or not I wanted to become an English, teaching English as a second language and just travel. Also very classic, classic, like, you know, I'm not, this isn't working out. (laughs) I've been, I've been here a while. This is the, I'm about to give up on my dreams. Anytime I start looking at the Peace Corps, I know my (laughs) life is in the dumps. (laughs) That's like me whenever I start thinking about going back to school. Foreign service "Mm, exam. Might be time to give up on your dreams, Bridge. So I was kind of pursuing all of those things and then I got my heart crushed and by a man? By, by a, a man. By a man. And my worlds all collided. So Bridget Phetasy became my um, stage name because I was trying to keep the yoga with autistic kids separate from the girl joking about her porn addiction for 10 right. minutes on yes. stage. And that just hilariously <laughs> collided. I was working at a school in L.A. Just It was like one of those classic L.A schools that's super expensive yeah. and every kid has an individual teacher oh my god but all class. autistics no they're more just like um some have learning disabilities but some have emotional disabilities there's like retards <laughs> no they're not though it's more like uh just wanted to do that yeah, no no that we out. use this on my podcast all the time it's like an ongoing joke on my podcast is that we're, we're trying to bring back the word retard <laughs> somebody at work the other day said it super loud this like young woman was like that's retarded and everybody was like was she from the what east coast? what she from the east coast I don't. Uh, I feel like it's such an yeah. East Coast. And on the East Coast, my brother, it's still like you're so retarded. Like right. we used it as it's not like. Yeah, I have no problem with any. It's word. more just like you're you're an idiot. Right. Yeah. It's like gay. 
Yeah. Shit's gay. It's gay. <laughs> I, I say things are gay all the time because it's like I'm rebelling. Like I'm, yeah, well, I'm saying it because I'm problem. not allowed to say it. Right. Like, that's why I well, say it. Well, it creates an urge sometimes. Right. It yeah. creates an yeah. urge to say it even more. Mitchell right. Sunderberg, he was on um, Sunderland. Mitchell Sunderland was on my podcast and he <laughs> kept dropping faggot like left and right yeah, and he's no. gay and he, right. kept, well, he was talking it, about though. how he said faggot in a safe space in college and then got banned from the safe space for being a gay man who said faggot and it is the funniest story but it's like so, it's so indicative of this culture yeah it's ridiculous um anyway so uh, so sorry so, no keep you were yes. um i was lost and i went on twitter because i just was bored and i was unemployed <laughs> i was waitressing as well because of course wow. and i know i have the like the i have all of the all the check boxes. all the check bing yeah, yeah the la bingo card yeah. is complete right totally you and um i ended up going on twitter and really just sat for somehow i started reading um the family guy writer someone retweeted a family guy writer one of them and then i fell into writer twitter like tv uh, writer twitter Twitter, yeah which i'm sure is very it's very robust annoying but they're they're very smart and funny and it's very they're methodical about it you know it's very clearly just like their joke joke, their joke their joke i think isn't that how kamel naha whatever Camille Nanjiani. Oh, I think he was like started as like a Twitter. Guy. Really? Yeah, because he. I remember people would follow him on Twitter like before he was even in movies. Oh and wow! Stuff. Yeah, and he was really good at it. But he, he was probably doing stand up. I'm sure. You know, <laughs> I'm sure. But I think he was like a big Twitter guy. I think. Um, What's his movie? The Big Sick. Is that the? Yeah. Yes. That the portrayal of stand up in that movie is, is so like non realistic. Really, I yeah. haven't seen it. It's very weird. If you see the the Big Sick, I've seen like, it. That's yeah. not it's pretty good. It's, yeah, it's very like not like the rest of the movie is fine, but anytime they have stand up scenes, you're just like, this is completely divorced from any <laughs> real stand up. Any at reality. All. Right. Right. I like the part where the girl has to poop in the middle of the night in that movie. That's I remember that scene. I'm I've sympathized you totally with that girl. just yeah. spoiled it. <laughs> oh, sorry, fuck. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Yeah. A girl has to poop in that movie. A girl has to poop. You could have just stopped there. Yeah, right. Isaac has poop problems. I have poop issues. I'm a, I'm a public <laughs> pooper. I publicly poop constantly. Do you? I, oh, yeah. Uh, not like on the street, but in public restrooms. Oh. Like he goes whenever he has... There's no waiting. There's no it's waiting. Just, I'm, it I has have to, to poop. happen. It's going it has happen. to happen right away. Oh, no. Yeah. As soon as I get the urge to poop, it's like I, get, I can't not poop. That's like me when I'm chewing gum. If I get the urge to swallow it, if I don't spit it out immediately, <laughs> I will. <laughs> so the weird. minute that I have to, I'm like, I want to swallow this. Yes. And I'm like, get it out. <laughs> get that's, it out of my mouth. That's like when I'm at the dentist. I don't swallow regularly, but anytime I go to the dentist and they start in there, I'm like, don't swallow. Yeah, don't yeah, swallow, yeah, yeah. Don't swallow. And then I keep yeah, swallowing. Right, right, right. The dentist is like, this is disgusting. We're all such contrarians. Uh, yeah. I know. Stop the urge <laughs> like we're rebelling against our own body. Right. It's very weird. Um, okay, wait. So you were waiting, blah blah blah, so and then, you had zero Twitter followers. I had two hundred, two hundred something, something followers, and you're just like, okay, and I'm at the end drinking. of my rope. I'm at drinking. I went I'm on sick. Twitter and I sat and watched it for two weeks. I watched just observed. It. You just w- observed. You I took observed it in. the clip. I realized that it was so. I moved every year and a half, and after about a couple of days of just observing, I was like, oh, this is like high school. This is a giant high school. I get it. I can do this. What what was what's the trick of high school? I don't know that either. I just noticed that there were different <laughs> cliques and different yeah. 
you know, hierarchies yeah. and mm-hmm. I and groups and that within the groups there were the kids who thrived and kind of drove the culture. Uh, and right, right, right. So I just noticed that Twitter operated exactly the same way. And then I, I started reading all the studies about it that I could get my hands on. Wow. So you really did yeah, you I just did was your curious. Background. It wasn't even background, it was really just me being curious because I, I noticed that um it felt like when I started kind of engaging and telling jokes and then there would be um, any kind of interaction whatsoever, I felt I was like, well, I know a dopamine hit when I get one. <laughs> I'm a long time right. drug addict. Yeah. So that I that's what caused me to kind of look for studies. I was like, what is this? What am I what am I getting into? And I still didn't really get it, get it. And I went over to see my friend Melissa and um, we were drinking and I we had some wine And I was just whining about how I didn't get any followers on Twitter and I didn't get it. And she's like, you have to engage. And then Dane Cook, I looked at my phone and someone had retweeted Dane Cook into my timeline. And it was him saying, um, girls suck at Vine. And then I said, well, you know what? You suck at comedy. How about that, (laughs) asshole? (laughs) (laughs) And my Abby at the time, mind you, was me standing on stage naked, like buck naked. You couldn't see anything, but it was a very distinctive avatar. Why were you naked on stage? It was just something I always, a photo shoot that I did when I was in Australia. But it was, for me, stand up was such a feeling of being naked and exposed. So it was really just a metaphor for how I felt on stage. And I wanted it to be the cover of my comedy album someday if I ever had a comedy album. It's kind of like the reverse imagine your audience naked. Imagine yourself naked is really the truth. And so he retweeted me and and sicked his followers on me. And it was the first mobbing I ever experienced. And but it was it good because you got a bunch of followers on Yeah, my following tripled. Apparently <laughs> a lot of people hate follow Dane Cook because my yeah. following tripled and he was like, I love my followers. But it was like the worst grammar I saved. I wrote a whole piece about it on Medium where really? it was like, I'd block me too. He ended up blocking me. Jeez. Because people kept retweeting it years later. <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> and right before his special came out on Showtime, somebody was like, I still think of this tweet and laugh. And I think that's when he blocked me because he was just probably having some yeah. kind of insecure crisis. It's always so weird when like a big celebrity six their followers on some small account. Yeah. I, I get right. it when it's like an equal thing. But when it's some rando shitting on you, you're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to fucking machine gun this guy. He had two million followers right. at the time. Right. And I had 200. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't ver- I'm verified now. I wasn't verified. Yeah, I wasn't course. anyone. I was like a naked girl on stage giving him, sh- heckling him, basically. Yeah. yeah. And kind of doing it in a loving way. I'm like, we're from Boston. Like, uh, yeah. it's basically like, go fuck yourself as I love you. Yeah, you know, right, like, right, right, right. I don't, I obviously. The tone does get lost, though, a little bit. Yeah, like, but obviously, I'm not. It, it, it's just funny to me that somebody with a huge stand-up career could have that thin of a skin although right. i guess it's not that surprising no of course no, but I mean, that happens all the time. desperately insecure. all right so so you you and that was yeah then you were up to hit. 600 what then i at? had like big retweets like weird retweets they were hilarious that got me these like huge influxes of followers wait what do you mean big retweet what um mean? i would i judd apatow retweeted something that i said okay so so then i mean something then like, i just started trolling celebrities well 
right. So what was the key to making good tweets at that point? Were you just tweeting straight up jokes yeah, or were you were responding jokes. to people and like shitting on them and stuff? Like, no, which was... no, I wasn't shitting on people. That's never really been my Twitter vibe. Other, uh, other than punching up, I'll always kind of, right. I like to rib celebrities right. or talk shit to them when they're being idiots. Okay, but um, I, I didn't really punch down. I was just saying, I mean, I re- one of the ones that went viral for me years ago, one of my first ones that went viral, what, or viral for me, I guess, was, and I retweeted it today because all of my tweets, early tweets are do- gone because I got in the habit of like wiping my entire Twitter. Yeah. Um, Pretty much necessary. Yeah. And, yeah, have to do and I need to do it again soon. And uh, what was it? It was something like... Uh, in in hell all of your google searches post directly to social media mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see how much that joke has changed even in six years the response it gets yeah. now that's everyone's like that's what you get for using google i'm like okay yeah um <laughs> okay okay guys uh and another one was something like don't hate me because i'm a narcissistic social sociopath with no soul but feel free to hate me because i'm beautiful mm. just stupid things like that <laughs> but they did well and that's they were funny. dumb Pissy. they were just yeah. Yeah. And self-deprecating. And I joked about being an alcoholic enough that I was like, oh, fuck, I'm an alcoholic. I might need to quit drinking. <laughs> and then I and I did in October of 2013. So not that long. It was that summer of 2013. And I was doing a lot of drugs that summer and drinking a lot and tweeting a lot. And then I kind of saw the pattern and also the writing on the wall that using social media and being intoxicated it's could like be a really bad idea oh, and get me in trouble. Yeah, right. Ugh. So, and say things that I really wouldn't want to say. And then I had um, Ron <laughs> Howard re- retweeted a picture of my butt. <laughs> Why? Why did he retweet a picture I of I don't know. It was a tweet that I did about um, why none of my friends wanted to hang out with me at Coachella. And it was a picture of me wearing this my a shirt that my company made that says, are you that fucking cool? And then I had no pants on, but all you could see was just my butt and the reflection in the mirror. I have no idea why you retweeted it. It was like... The weirdest thing, and my friends and I were like, "Why? Why is this this happening?" There's a lot of nudity going on on your. There was feed. a lot of nudity in are my you feed like too. A, are you kind of like an exhibitionist? Yeah, and you I wrote about this like for Playboy, and I was I always showing my boobs on Twitter constantly. Yeah, really? And then the comedians were getting mad because they were like, "This is bullshit." Yeah, right. This you're is, just you're using just your showing boobs. your tits. Yeah, right. And then of course that made me want to do it even more. Right. Because yeah. it, it was. Why annoying. do you it's like, like, make you do it less? You might be like, "Oh, you're right." I've actually guys. so I. I've like the, the the like instinct to show off your body on social media. Like, where does that come from? What is it? Just like I mean, an I did it before thing? social media. You so, just like being naked. Yeah. And why? why? Like, what's? I don't know. I th- I wrote about it. Is on it like Playboy. a power thing? I think. I mean, it she's was... naked right now, Isaac. I don't know why. <laughs> I, couldn't this out. I was wondering why you were naked. <laughs> <laughs> Now it all makes sense. <laughs> um, Doing the Howard Stern. Trick no, where does it come from? Is it naked. a power? Is it? Is it like you? It feels good because it's like you, it makes men act differently. I mean, I can send you the link to the piece that I wrote, which is much more in depth, and it's like fifteen different reasons that okay. I approach it from. <laughs> Since I like being naked, yeah. It, I mean, it's uh, there's exhibitionism, there's taking power, there's probably taking power. me taking the power uh, back. back, yeah, from men. No, I was raised Catholic, so oh. I think there's a lot of guilt and shame around. Are you like a you're like a Irish Catholic? Yeah, yeah. Ah, classic, classic, classic Boston Irish Catholic. 
exactly. Yes. Nice. And so I, um, and just also it became kind of a 10 year social experiment. I used to, the first time I ever did photography with a professional photographer in my small town, I was probably 22 or 23 and I just got naked. I just wanted. You were just boom. Yeah. I just, naked. it was, it was liberating and they were beautiful, black and white. They're gorgeous. I still have them and it's, um, yeah, it's amazing to me what I thought of my body at that time. It's like a very good can reminder. Can we see pictures of your boobs on Twitter right now? You can see them on Google. Really? There's not many on Twitter anymore because <laughs> now I have a Patreon and I, I'm charging. Yeah. Oh, That's right. what you do. For That's what I do boobs. with my Patreon. Yeah. For, boob, for boob pics? Heck yeah. Oh, nice. You're one of those. I mean, I don't know what, what is, that means. What is I would do it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm is, just saying. What like, does that mean? I think a lot of women... That's do, a loaded no, statement. No, so I was hanging out with a guy not at Comic-Con, <laughs> which I just got back from, but VidCon the week before, and he said that actually like a huge person... Uh, part of the reason why Patreon's having trouble growing is like 50% of their business is women selling naked pics uh-huh why why is that why are Bad. they having a uh, hard well, time growing? i think like you know people who are wanting to invest in things are like well i don't really want to invest in like a pay for boob pics mm -hmm. product mm -hmm. there's i don't hey don't I, I don't have a problem with this at all I would do it. Yeah. If I could make money from boob pics, mm -hmm. I would totally do it. Yeah. Especially if I, you know. If you had if you had a gay male follow we No, no, that I wouldn't. I would not be down. Interesting. For that. Like even if you're not just assuming you're not gay. I had a gay dude touch my face <laughs> on last I'm a man. I like men. I was I should have fucking punched him in the fucking face. Oh boy. This dude just comes up to me and just caresses the side of my face. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Where? In Chinatown. And he just got very he got very like flustered. I was like, you can't just fucking do I can't go up to a girl and just grab her face, man. Yeah. You can't fucking do that to me. You know, like I that's insane that they, you know, uh, the, 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 uh they I can't fucking talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm trying to like not say like those people, but I'm just saying, you know, it's ridiculous that there's such a double standard that it's like he would feel that that's an okay thing to do to just walk up to me and grab my face. It's fucking ridiculous. What is the double standard? Like, well, so that would be that. insane if I yeah. did that to a woman. I would get fucking arrested on oh, the right. spot. So you're saying the double standard is that men can... Well, I think gay men feel like, oh, I can do that. You know, like... I think men think that they can do that. Well, but men can't do that to women, right? If I walked up to you and grabbed your face at a bar, you'd right, be like, fuck you. You'd be really mad. Probably. Right. right. And mm -hmm. rightfully so. Right. So I'm just saying, I don't know. I was very angry. And I was like, you can't do that, man. And he was like, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. No. I was like, no. I was like, I can't do that. So you can't do it either. How did a guy run his hands through my hair on the <laughs> subway run? Oh, yeah. You told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just been swimming. And this man like reaches out and fixes my hair. And I was like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> It's like your your hair was messy, and I was like, "That's okay, um, yeah. it's okay for it to be messy." <laughs> yeah, that, and then he told me the smell of weird. He's like, "I hear the smell of chlorine uh, turns men on." And I was oh, just like, oh man! I was like, "This is the worst pick of attempt I've ever experienced." Yeah. I don't know why you think anything about this is good. 
It's total, total loss. Especially because you have such... I'm just amazed that somebody would have the balls to do that because you're very unapproached. Like, I feel like, you know, you're not, like, uh, yeah, friendly. Yeah, I, I would uh, hope that that would be the approach. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to change the subject. So, so tell us, before we move on, what is the key to a great tweet? Because uh, you now have... How many followers do you have now? Um, I don't know. Like a hundred uh, something? something, yeah. Yeah, you're killing it. You're killing it. Yeah. So do you have to do other jobs and now or can you do just support yourself uh, no, all from No, my art? Patreon is uh, my primary means and then Dope. I I write um freelance a lot and um the podcast is making money. I have a podcast. How do and you're selling ads? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's good. Like How many people listen to it? Um I guess we get uh 8 to 10,000 a week. Damn, that's sick. It's not enough. Right, well, it's hard. I mean, but you can charge huge CPMs on podcasts, which is great. Yeah. But uh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, it's growing. It's got a little, it's the little engine following that could. Um, so, yeah, so that that was, it was just a, I mean, I, I always said I want to do just one joke, one essay. So I had essays that went big that got um, a lot of attention and followers and one tweet and one Boob pick at a time, just grow the following. Build that audience. S- but, thoughts and bot- and boob picks. Yeah, that's what you sell. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I think as most of the people who pay for the boob picks, and I always joke about this, I'm like, no one's paying for boob picks in 2019. I think it's just people who want to support me because they like my writing or whatever, like, and then it's also, like extra. I'll jerk, I'll jerk right. off also. It's like I like your mind, but also I'll whack off. I like boobs. <laughs> what, what, how much do you charge it's kind for of a degrading boob? the way you talk to me about this? <laughs> yes, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Your tone is like borderline. I'm like mm, I don't Isaac know. is very judgmental. And yeah. How is this judgy. judgmental? It's judgy. It's not. Okay. It's not judgy. All right. I'm. I'm not judging. It's a little judgy. What's judgy about what I'm what I'm saying? Um, it's sort of like it, you're dismissing it because it is prurient, almost. Pur prurient. 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 What does that mean? Like a little, like naughty, inappropriate. Hmm. Well, I'm not trying to be dismissive. Of okay, it. I believe you. I'm not. I, I don't. I think it's cool. I think it's amazing. I think Wait, what you've built is really awesome. Would you sell naked pictures to <clears throat> interested women? Uh, no, probably not. I don't think I would do that. But that's just me. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Okay. You know what I mean. To each their own. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't think it's like wrong or bad. Yeah, I put mine behind a paywall because men were getting demanding and they were like, where are the boobs? I'm like, guys, fuck off. Yeah. Now I'm charging because you guys are greedy. Everyone online is enough. entitled. As soon as yeah, you give something out, anything. then they always expect it to be given They to want them. more immediately yeah. and they want it for free. So Bridget, where can people find you? Where How can they support your Twitter. work? Twitter. <laughs> Someone did the, about. can I just give a shout out to, I think it's Ian Abramson. He's a comedian in LA. Um, he did the funniest, he did the cats video and then he put the us 
theme song oh, music yeah. over yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen and that. it went viral. But you know how when something goes viral on Twitter, it'll say like, oh, this went big. So you should probably follow my spot. Go to my Spotify. Yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, this this went big or this is getting a lot of attention. You should follow my Twitter. <laughs> and then he put his Twitter account. Nice. <laughs> I was like, that's genius. Wait, yes. where? What? You He's know, on Twitter. Yeah, and when yes. something on Twitter goes viral and it goes big, it'll People, somebody will the reply, thread it. The first reply, they always plug something. They say, oh, this went big. You should go to my Spotify. Check but out he my said, SoundCloud. oh, this went big. Oh, Check out it. my and Twitter. It's huh? <laughs> um, funny. So can, before Bridget we're Fantasy. done, though, can we hear why it's Fetacy? Why? The name? Oh, that's the name of my company, but it's a word I made up. Yeah, okay. In 2006. Why? I made up a word because there was no word for when reality becomes parody or when parody becomes reality. There, it was. It's people misuse irony all the time, oh, and I, I think it's for those moments that are actually fetishes, which is like this is fucking ridiculous, or irony squared. It's like when irony doubles back on itself and becomes, and becomes literal. Real. Yeah. Like what's an example? Trump being president. Okay. It's like some. It's basically when a headline reads like the Onion. All of our headlines now. We are living in the age of fetishy now. It's like the culture caught up to the word. Right. So a good example even would be the Catch trailer. I was saying because it's something that you're. It's it's like I couldn't figure out if it was a parody trailer. Oh, right. And then it was like, oh, I'm supposed to take this seriously. That mm. would be a good example of a fetishy. I see. I think mine was Obama becoming president oh, okay. only because no, I'm use this word. It was the like the trope of science fiction movies for years. <laughs> like we have a black president. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then it happened, and it was just like, oh, now this is no longer this like futuristic thing. It's, yeah. it's actually happened. It's so, right. yesterday was there was a good example of one the when parody becomes reality the babylon b which is a christian it's a it's like the christian version of the onion right they posted a headline and it said um conservative man find is shocked to find out he's racist from white people and i'm like this happens all the time this isn't like a joke this is yeah. just a, this could be a real headline yeah uh, what about like RoboCop, which is actually a parody movie becoming like the cool action hero yeah. for kids? You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's that's my offer yeah, of a fantasy. That's a fantasy. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Nice. Bridget, what's your uh, your Twitter? Just so everybody at knows. Bridget Fetasy. That's B R I D G E T P H E T A S Y. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm not on there as much. But I'm there. And, and uh, YouTube. Start signing up for my YouTube, which is fetishy. What was that workout video? I didn't understand. I listened to it with no sound, so I didn't know what was going on. It was but. a pair. It, I'm starting to do all. I decided at 40. And this is the first time I've talked about this. So you got the big announcement. The incels are coming for you. Woohoo! For subscribers. I don't have, <laughs> please subscribe. <laughs> um, I am. I decided I want to become a YouTube star. Okay. Cool. I'm 40. And at 40 at 40 nice and I, so i'm gonna try all the things like all the things they do i just got back from vidcon i know all the tricks do i'll you? tell you yeah I'll well tell you no but it. i want to try all the genres so oh, you will be seeing makeup makeup you'll be seeing asmr videos oh, for me. Nice. you'll be seeing all the different genres and i'm just gonna make them because they're fun and if you guys want to stop by and be in some yeah. and help out oh, you can i'd love it i'm super down. yeah i want to start a twitch channel yeah, I'm on Twitch. You're on I Twitch. Like Twitch. I, I squat games? on all the um, all the domains, but I I don't really know. I basically don't 
start using a platform until I have a plan for it. I didn't have a plan for Twitter. Twitter's just like my brain online. Um, and Instagram, now that I'm moving to video, I'm sure I'll be on Instagram Yeah, IGTV. More. There's a lot of new good white spaces in Twitch and IGTV and Facebook Watch because those haven't been colonized like YouTube. That's what I learned at VidCon. What's white anyway. spaces? <laughs> white spaces. Uh... Squatting in white spaces. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a race thing. <laughs> Squatting in the white space. Squatting uh, uh, in the no, white space. No, it just means like an uncut. In the white yeah. space. <laughs> uh, no, it's just like, it just means to uncolonize. Like it's oh, not, that's it's the, like, so the big issue that all like YouTube creators have that they were all talking about at VidCon is that they like it's impossible to start a new channel on there because everything is just like taken already. It's very, very hard to like break through. Yeah. Whereas the people who just started earlier, like you with Twitter, probably. Um, I was late to Twitter, though. It's yeah, true. True. I think that's bullshit when they say you can't break through. No, I, I don't know. That's just what you I asked no me clue. earlier. I have no idea. That's you, just what they were saying. I and you know. asked me about how to compose a great tweet. And I will give everyone this advice. Just be yourself on Twitter. I think if you're trying on Twitter, you are it, it's it's it radiates. But if you have funny takes on the news, if whatever is your thing, what if it if your thing is commenting on politics and you find that you're not saying things because you don't you can't because you have a job or a yes, wife or a career, that then would be me. Then you're kind of screwed because yeah. you do have to be careful. But if you're someone like me, I don't know, maybe Charles as well. We have nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing at all. <laughs> I have nothing. In my I mean, it's true. Life. Like my my favorite Twitter follow is Liz Brunig, who writes columns for the Washington Post. She she's is great. hilarious. Yeah, she's, like, she's hilarious. hilarious. I just Twitter hate follow. Twitter. I, I hate the feeling of being on there. It yeah. makes me feel bad. So inside, then that's you know? not your that's medium. Not my medium. If definitely. I I, or your, or I feel your that way, but. Are bad. Like well, I just don't. Ha I had like a thousand followers, and I deleted the account. And I, now I'm back on there just to like look around. But I have twenty. I don't even do anything on yeah. there. Yeah, I, I mean, have. Um, you're the people that you. Follow. I feel that way about Instagram. I, I hate Instagram. Yeah, it makes you feel bad. Yeah, and they all make me feel bad. Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do a few plugs real quickly. Uh, join our forum at nahf.boards.net. We have some fun conversations happening there. Not really, but, you know, if you join, it'll be more fun. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on iTunes. Pretty please. It's so helpful if you do that. Yeah, and do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah. Leave don't, Isaac alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah. That's, send them to the email or post exactly. them on the forum and we will respond there yeah. and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I. Funzaroni. Funzaroni. And why is it that? Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago and now it's too late. Yeah. To go back. Phones are running. Uh, you can find me at isaacsimpson.com. That's my website. Uh, it's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh, in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world. But uh, you can also find ways to contact me there. Um, and 
also, uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on Medium. That's probably the best place to, to find me or LinkedIn. I enjoy being linkedin So just LinkedIn Isaac Simpson and you can uh, talk to me there. That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Don't text Isaac. <laughs> Thank you.